I'm Steve Johnson, the VP of Product here at Pragmatic Institute. And one of my favorite boxes on the Pragmatic Framework is distinctive competence. I find it so helpful in helping you decide not only could you do something, but should you do something. And the fundamental question is, what makes you special? Why should you be the one to offer this thing? So we've been out in the world, we've discovered problems, we've seen that some of these problems are urgent, that they are pervasive, and people are willing to pay for a solution. But should you offer it? Um, could Apple build houses? You know, they probably could. I'm not sure we should, we would buy one. And if we did, we probably couldn't afford to buy one, but it'd probably be pretty cool inside. But just because they can't doesn't mean necessarily they should. So that's what I think is really helpful about distinctive competence. And when I work with teams, I often find it's helpful to have them articulate what they think is special. I got a call a few years ago from a man who said, I've got this great innovation. Can you help me market it? Well, innovation is one cool thing, but I mean, it's not a business model. Um, I had a call from another friend who said, I'm thinking about, you know, doing what you do, getting into consulting, you know, helping people implement. And I'm, I'm like, well, you know, what qualifications do you have? And I needed a way of talking about that, structuring the discussion and came up with this idea we call PRIME. PRIME stands for purpose, reputation, innovation, method or methodology, and expertise. And so if you're reflecting on who are we as an organization, you know, what is our why? PRIME is a way of helping you identify those things that are really unique about your business. So let's walk through that. So purpose is about what drives you as an organization. You know, what is your passion? Uh, what is the, the thing you wake up every day and you say, you know, gosh, I get to go to work today and work on this thing, this business, this purpose, this um, drive. And purpose, I think, helps you stay the course when things go bad, when things aren't working out the way you thought. It's like, yeah, but I'm still trying to change the world. You know, it's my, it's my why. It's the, the thing I wake up to do. Um, reputation is another one. Um, do customers look to you to say, oh, yeah, this is the kind of problem you could solve for me. Um, at Pragmatic, we're known for product management and product marketing training. We could probably do other kinds of training, uh, but certainly that's our core. That's the thing that we have a reputation for. Um, Maybe you have an innovation, a way of creating value with unique approaches and not just invention, you know, but a new way of pricing or a new way of delivery or um, a new way of solving a problem. And that innovation can take many forms, but it's fundamentally, you know, what is your original idea? What's the, what's your thought that is different than everyone else's? Maybe you have a strong methodology. Uh, systems and processes that can support your solution. And then finally, do you have the expertise? I mean, sure, we can do anything, but do we have the expertise to actually fulfill the promises that we have, have made? One organization I worked with a while back had one person with deep subject matter expertise. And she, brilliant though she was, she quickly became a stumbling block because everyone in the organization needed her insights before they could move forward. 
So she's getting pummeled by development and marketing and sales to bring her expertise to the party. So when you look at expertise, you, you want to look beyond the one person. But is this institutionalized? Does everyone in the organization have it? So I got a call from a friend and he said, uh, you know, I'm thinking about doing what you do. And I said, great, you know, let's talk it through. Tell me about your purpose or your passion. And he said, oh, well, I'm super passionate about this topic area. And I went, oh, that's really great. Um, tell me about your reputation. And he said, you know, I've, I've, I've got dozens of followers on LinkedIn and I have, you know, 98 followers on Twitter. I'm like, mm, that doesn't feel like a very strong reputation. That's something we're going to need to work on. It doesn't say it's a bad idea yet. It just says you're going to need to build on your reputation, which is where you leverage your marketing assets. Um, tell me about your innovation. Do you have an original thought here? And he's like, well, no, I really don't. But I've read this book and this book and this book and this book, and I understand them all. And I'm like, well, you know, that's method. So I'll give you a strong points for method, but for innovation, you're not bringing an original idea to the party. And then finally, tell me about your expertise. How many times have you done this previously? And he's like, well, I've never done it exactly, but I've talked to a lot of people. And I'm like, well, okay, then I'm gonna give you a kind of a low score on expertise. And none of these are deal killers. They all just say, as we look at this on a scale of one to five or low to high, those areas where you're low, you wanna look for a way to increase it. Sit down with a local company that would use that expertise and offer it to them at uh, free or very low cost so that you can do two things. You can prove yourself with your expertise and also build your reputation. Um, this prime idea, purpose, reputation, innovation, method, and expertise is a pretty simple but powerful way to identify those things that are really distinctive about your organization that make you different than everyone else. So the key idea in distinctive competence is not competence, it's distinctive. It's what makes you different than other people in your space. So as you list out these attributes, you ask yourself, you know, is this different um, in terms of the other vendors that I compete with? And do they value it? Do our customers value it? I mean, there are a lot of things we do that we value. You know, we're really good at Scrum. You know, we're really good at getting code uh, to the market. Um, do, do people value that? And is it different? Oh, darn, you know, not so much, right? Um, so when we say, that, you know, we have this attribute, it's different, it's valued by our customers, and we can prove it. Like the, the Scrum example I just gave, if you can show that I can deliver new code to people in a reasonably bug light or bug free format every two weeks, that's some pretty good proof. If you just say, well, you know, hey, we went to scrum class and we got all scrummed up and now we're all scrummy, but you haven't like done any of it, then we can't really call it a distinctive competence. But understanding, you know, development methodology or sales methodology or marketing, you know, methodology or systems or design thinking or the principles of pragmatic, any of these, you know, qualify as methods, but you have to ask, you know, is this different in my marketplace? Is it valued by my clients? And can we prove it? This can help you a lot when you think about partnering. One of the big mistakes people make when they start companies is they find a partner who looks exactly like them. 
you know, diversity is a wonderful thing. But what more than, you know, uh, uh, more than racial or sexual diversity, you want skills diversity. I'm really good at these three things and I need to find somebody who's really good at these two things that I'm not good at. That's the ideal partner. And so it's kind of helpful to go through and look at this on a personal level. You know, I have this passion and I have this reputation and I have this methodology, but I don't have an innovation. Happily, you do. You've got strength and innovation and you've got expertise and together we're really good. But a lot of times I look at partnerships that fail because it's basically three, two people with the same skill set. You know, two salespeople, two developers, two whatever. And what we really need is, you know, somebody who's outgoing and somebody who's inwardly facing or somebody who's got strength in uh, reputation and somebody else has strength in expertise. So you can use this distinctive competence idea, not just on a company level or a product level, but at a personal level. I was working with a team recently and I had them go through and do their prime and almost everybody in the room did it for themselves. And the one word that helped them was they were looking at purpose and it helped them to change that to passion. You know, what is your passion? And if you can incorporate your passion into your daily life, then it's not like going to work, right? It's like, I'm going to change the world, dear. I'll be home for dinner. I mean, how cool is that? As opposed to trudging off to work to do something you don't really enjoy. Um, passion is one of those distinctive competencies that I'm really passionate about. So prime your distinctive competencies. What is your passion or your purpose? What is your reputation? Do you have an innovation? Do you have a methodology? Do you have expertise? Not only can you get the job, but can you do the job? Not only could you build it, but should you build it? And distinctive competence is one trick to get you there. <laughs>